Hello, this is Dan, GM from the Grim Podcast Apparel's Adventure and Settling the Southlands. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, visit ProfessionalCasual.com. Here at the Professional Casual Network, there are three things we love. Gaming, providing quality content, and our beloved patrons. Starting this holiday season, we're excited to be providing our patrons with bonus content, including NPCs and monsters you can include in your very own games. Patrons at the $5 tier and up can look forward to fresh, original NPCs and monsters made by one of our own PCN cast members. This bonus content will be usable with the Pathfinder or WFRP systems. Check out patreon.com slash professional casual for more information. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code professional casual at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Episode 95. 1995. Your Toy Story came out. The and Braveheart I, that I just rewatched recently. I love that movie. The year I was born. 1995. Take a corruption for yeah. lying. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I get a cool check at least or a willpower test. Past it. Endurance. Still past it. Endurance. I have a 52 in, ter- in endurance. How much of that drink have you had? <laughs> I'm excited for this episode. I'm excited to have born born in 1995. When I finally <laughs> seal the deal with Core Breath. <laughs> Cave with Gauss. It's very romantic. <laughs> wow, wow. Is Bruno honestly, on breathes heavily. Honestly, Dumplin is pretty into this. Uh, the atmosphere here. <laughs> oh, I love glands that. are working. It's a moonlit night. I mean, it's a very well moonlit night. I'm really glad you started with your glands are working. <laughs> Plans are working. What? That's a that's something you got to point out when you get to my age. Oh, they don't always. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. And not like you know, you know, regular people in the empire that end up getting extra glands by right. the time they're murdered. And the halflings are about fifty percent glands because it's the same size as with regular people, but with smaller bones. Huh. Well, we're most mostly glands. That's why when you push us, there's so much resistance. It's not fat. It's mostly glands that you're touching. That's why you sweat so much. All those sweat glands. Yeah. (laughs) Most of them aren't sweat glands. They're just regular glands. (laughs) Love it. Thank you, Ben. Uh, I love creating halfling lore, knowing (laughs) that we'll never need it. Making really stuff safe, up. Actually. A lot of it fits pretty well with Warhammer halflings, let's be honest. But before we get back into what's happening in the Barren Hills, you guys are about to enter another cave of oh. some kind. You're not really sure what's going on here other than you are looking for Brunhild's bones to lay her to rest yeah. so she but, can finally pass on to the afterlife. Last time we were led into a cave by an NPC yes. and Bruno had a loaded gun. Yep. Like... That ended so well for the party. It now went, I have went perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah, right now we've literally quadrupled our guns. Right. Just realize it's the third time you will be you will have been led into a cave by an NPC. Yeah. And every time it works out perfectly fine. Hunky dory. Why did I trust him? Dan? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you're pretty much abused at this point. Return <laughs> <laughs> is kind of a Stockholm effect. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm excited to get back into this. So let's. Get the stuff out of the way. Things like uh, last episode, I forgot to talk about our mailing address and our voicemail oh, address. Yeah. Or you could text us at it as well. <laughs> you can. Uh, 603-803-3235. Yeah. I like it. Got it. All together now. 603-803-3235. JB, this is like Elf. They can tell you're not singing. You're just moving your mouth. <laughs> Many more. All right. So... Uh, related story. Uh, I got through four years of band playing the tuba because I did play the tuba for four years. 
by just puffing out my cheeks <laughs> and following the finger motions of the kid next to me. I nobody <laughs> ever noticed that the tube was. Oh no, they enough. they noticed yeah. and they called me out, and then I didn't take band next year. <laughs> yeah, but it took four years for them to notice. I mean, I think she was being very nice to me. <laughs> oh, what I would give to be a fly on the wall of that pit. Had literally the same experience. I played the alto saxophone and then in high school switched to the tuba because they didn't have enough tuba players. They only had one other. Oh. And I got like two lessons over the summer and then was supposed to join band as the new sousaphone and tuba player. Right. And no, I didn't know anything. Yeah. So I just pretended. Yeah. The trombone players were next to me. And be, Why aren't you playing? Right. You're not playing any notes. See, I was like, I, stop! Just leave me alone! I was, <laughs> look so, away! Don't look at me! Player, but that had too many keys. So I was like, I'll play tuba. Less keys, less notes. I'm going to be better at that. I just, I was oh, not. man. I I, 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 uh, I I got an even easier one than that. So that was just drums. There's yeah. only one note. Mm. Dan and I both played the trumpet. So we all have, other than the, the percussion, pretty similar experiences. Just three... Three keys, all you need. I just imagine JB like looking at the saxophone, like little JB, right? Mm -hmm. Baby JB, just how he is now just with a diaper on. Yep. <laughs> looking at his hands and then looking at a saxophone and like trying to get them to match up and like, what? Yeah. There's not enough. He's super numerous, so it just didn't add up. It didn't right. add up. Lily was trying to tell me today. Hi, Lily. Because she listens to this. She was trying to tell me how she doesn't play a French horn. She plays a special horn. Because there's a thumb key. Uh, That's very disparaging I, of the French people. I thought it wasn't a French horn because, like, they're just that American at the school. Like, we no, can't call it a French horn. We call Actually, it a freedom I, horn. Freedom <laughs> horn. My school, maybe. <laughs> teacher, though? I don't, I can't imagine her band teacher. I, no, not the, probably fiance not. fiance works there and dressed up as Peter Pan for Halloween. Um, right. my, work, that my work rival also, also played the, it's like a French horn, but it's slightly different. Yeah. And he, he told me the term of it. Is it the mellophone? Maybe. I don't know. She just said it's a special horn. Yeah. He told me the same thing. And I was like, sounds made up. Yeah. But I feel like I anyone who would be like, it's not a French I, horn. It's the a person who horn. did not play any notes on a tuba. Call you out for <laughs> your name of instrument. <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I played Fair, the saxophone for several years before that. I was trying to be the party filler. You now know I'm I mean? it's like we haven't had a bard in no, six years. Didn't. I was like, I'll be the bard. Yep. Just don't make me actually do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Sound like a bard already. Right? Uh, I feel like we're getting close to uh, Elite Eight territory where the podcast is becoming like group therapy. Yeah, you got to be real careful about that. <laughs> I don't see my therapist for a few more weeks, though, so I need this. I end up crying at the end of every episode, so that, that tracks. And that's as a listener. <laughs> that's Patreon exclusive uh, content right there. That's a bonus app. Uh-huh. Yeah. I do want to point out, I uh, should have said this a while ago, but the episode where Mina has her talk with Griggs on the boat came out recently. Mm. And Danny did get a few shout outs in the Discord. People thought that you did really well at that scene there. Like, I'm not crying, you're crying. Thank you. And I'm like, no, I was crying. <laughs> I think somebody said they actually like were starting to tear up yeah. from it. So well Jeez. done. And, you know, it's not often that I can use my powers for good and make people cry in a positive way. So. <laughs> yeah. Can I get some emotional of that? Emotional damage. <laughs> I actually don't know how to cry anymore. So that could be really useful for the, the old oh, catharsis. Man. If you were hoping that that scene was a little bit less sad, like 20%, you could get 20% off, too, by going to the Teespring all month for March Mina Madness and buying the Mina t-shirt, which is on sale now. Woo! That was well done. <laughs> we think that you're taxing people for how much they cry, which is a very dystopic nightmare. It's Warhammer. It's Warhammer, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. It actually tracks real hard. Yep, you've got to give your amount to the Emperor. Or whoever. But yeah, get your Mina <laughs> you got shirt a permit for, for that? Who gave you salt for tears? <laughs> <laughs> get your Mina character shirt for 20% off. Mm -hmm. uh, while you're looking at our stuff online, make sure to check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash professional casual, where uh, we have a regular discount for uh, the professional cake sitters and the big ding dockable dongers. 
King Ding Doppeldonger. The King Ding Doppeldongers. Just get a flat discount on the merch store. Yep. All the time. So that can really add up it for can. you. And send us stuff. P.O. Box G. West Oneonta, New York. O-N-E-O-N-T-A. 1361. That was another one I forgot last episode. I was so excited to get back to the Barren Hills. And if you need to reach out, you know, directly, if you are a patron, you can always like send a direct message on the Discord or you can email us theprofessionalcasual@gmail.com. You know, whoever you want to speak to specifically, put that in the subject line. Yeah. S- send him some email. Mm-hmm. So it's not all just built barcodes. It's a lot of built barcodes. <laughs> <laughs> We do love Bill Bar though. Raise energy hits me up a lot too. Hell yeah. Yeah, they like that stuff. And fifteen emails a day about we can optimize your SEO. And it's all just fake emails. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I send you a lot of those. I forward them from my podcast. (laughs) Do we have any more? It's just my way of saying hi. I just like knowing that I'm being thought of. Honestly, I, yeah. I do appreciate it. Let's be yeah. fair. My SEO got optimized the day Dan and I got married. So, boom. I think that's. I don't know what that means, but I, it sounded romantic. It means you're more visible to people that Google you. <laughs> I was like, I don't know oh. what SEO means, but I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Search engine op- optimization. I'm pretty sure if you search oh. my name, it's a. a uh, like a newspaper article about a spelling bee that I was once in and my old Zanga profile. Oh, Zanga. Zanga. Remember that, that shit? Man. Nope. <laughs> no. Good. You are like 47, so that makes sense. Right. Right. I bet you had a friendster. I did. Did you have a live journal? Mm, no, but I knew a lot of people who did. Yeah. 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 Did you make your first website at something.angelfire.com <laughs> or was it GeoCities? Oh, uh, no, it was it was Angel Fire. Yeah. Um, original AOL. All right. I got mail. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. A girl uh, who had a crush on Dan wrote a bunch of crap about me on her live journal. It was very funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was the yeah, that was also me. Existence. I'm sorry. It just I just I wanted too. to be noticed. Yeah. That so the Barren Hills. The Barren Hills. I just want to say she's like wicked freaking hot. Well, thank no. you. Wait, is she this ghost? And divorced. She's single? Oh, she is single. <laughs> she's not single. Oh, she just, Damn. Like, Danny just said she's divorced. She's not single. Oh, did. I, I hear she's not married. <laughs> <laughs> and even if she were married, does it matter? She's a ghost. Fairly certain right. she also lives in Florida. Oh, <laughs> Not when I'm done with her. That's the devil's bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Run it right back around. That was good. So back in we the devil's bowl. We don't need to play a game, do we? Like, we it could just be this. The cave. <laughs> Looks like Bruno is ready to, to go in there. He's right at the entrance. Bruno Brunhild first. is You're holding so brave. The, the shrubbery aside. So you see this cave. At the, the, the Here, the entrance is only four feet tall. Just trying to be as far away from Brunhild as I can. So if it's four feet yeah, right tall. Wow, this entrance is huge. Oh, God. Why is she next to me? <laughs> She's I look around to way. see if it is, in fact, huge. You do see. No, uh, not this one. To the left of the entrance, uh, about uh, six yards or so, there is a bit of a stream coming out, um, kind of like a secondary entrance. Something the, 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 the clearance above the stream is very low there. Only a couple feet. Okay. Do we see any other like tracks or footprints around here? No. Okay. All right. So the entrance is four feet tall. So Bruno won't fit inside. Mm. Right. And no matter how you fold them, unfortunately. No. We'll have to give you a shove, Bruni tunes. Uh, I'll keep watch out here because um, someone needs to be as far away from this ghost as possible. Yeah. The good news is if you kind of like face the outside and then back up into the, the frame and you'll get stuck and no one else will be able to come in after us. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Lynn can just goose you to get, <laughs> woo, to get you out of there. Oh, yeah. All right, I, I, I'm, I'm, my arms are all toned from all that rowing. So Mina has the torch. She'll go first. All right. I think I'm going to swap out, though, my pistol for sword and shield. Okay. 
I'm not a huge fan of the whole confined spaces shooting a gun when I haven't used one in combat yet. Mm. So who's taking the torch? I have it. I'm in her first. shield arm. Yeah. You've let her do that before. It's canon. Yep. Mm, I don't think I have, but I will allow You have. It. You definitely have. No. Yeah. In the other cave. Mm-hmm. It's just like uh, you guys didn't shut the door in the. No, this isn't at like this. We're being no. honest this time. Legitimately. <laughs> but if you'll allow me to do it this time, I appreciate I'll let because the, the, the shield is like strapped to your arm. Mm-hmm. You, you hold part of it, uh, but I'll let you hold on to the, the leather strap of the shield and the torch at the same time. Okay. As someone that granted maybe doesn't translate one for one that maimed sword and board in LARP for years, it is absolutely possible to hold the torch while holding your. Your shield. Yeah, I'm like yeah, easily. I'm agreeing. Yeah. Okay. You, you don't have to keep arguing. I said yes. <laughs> so I, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, so is Mina going first then? Yep. Okay, everybody. I mean, uh, Brunhild, do you want to go first and lead the way or will I just find you in here? I'm going to follow right behind you, Mina Bina. It's not far in. Oh, great. I'm brandishing a, a wink and a grin and a pocket full of dreams. Corpus says, I will journey in as well. Okay, I go into this place that looks like it's a nest of eggs. If you find any eggs, let me know. (laughs) A nest of eggs. Uh, So what you see here is... Is Bruno really not able to fit inside? It's more than four feet wide, so he could squeeze his way in. Okay, gotcha. Once you get to this first like room area uh, with this lump of eggs, as Mina described it, the, the ceiling goes up to seven feet tall. Okay. And then uh, once she's in here with the torch, you see there's a bit of a passage leading more or less north and then one more or less west. And they both it dips back down to four feet uh, for those passages. So, Mina, you see here, it looks like uh, the hump of a shallow grave. Uh, but there are a few white bones that are poking up out through the top and a few scattered about like some animal came and kind of dug it up a little bit a long time ago. Um and she says, please, we're so close. Just return my bones. Is it these? Yes. Oh, all right. That was easy. Yeah. Can I like stick the torch into the ground and start collecting bones or? Yeah, you could like soften it up a little bit with your sword and then yeah. stick the torch in. Yeah. Give it so you can see a bit. That's Regret fine. The beach. A little tiki torch. <laughs> um, Do I, I sense any magical stuff going on? Do you sense any magical stuff going on? Yes. Are you aren't you wearing the ring? No, I took it off uh, actually before we got to the Devil's Ball. Oh, OK. I thought you were still wearing yeah, it. Yeah, he like wearing made international wise. Like, I don't need this here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember that now. OK, um, it was I mean, very theatrical with oh, your I've... second sight. You don't notice anything right other than like Brunhild herself being a undead creature like that. She gotcha. clearly has a magical aura around her. OK. So Mina's really struggling with this because like in an angry sort of way, because just time after time, she keeps seeing how these nobles just completely blatantly disregard the lives of the people who work for and around them to just satisfy their own like corrupt means. And this is just another instance of this. Mm -hmm. And like Brunhild was commissioned to do a job and she did it and then she still got killed and it's Capitalism. You know who would be real mad at this? Carl. Carl would be inside. I was actually going to say that last episode. Yeah. Unsafe working conditions. Like she Mm -hmm. was killed by her employer. Uh I'd be incensed by this. Correct. (laughs) Absolutely. That's why the Vickensines are dicks. Yep. That's why we should install me as the new like uh, ruler there. Right. I could be a noble. Listen, we clear out Castle Vickensines. He's screaming this from outside. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) He's like cupping his hands so that we can hear him too. I should be the ruler. Get that far away. (laughs) If Corbreth went in, I'm I'm behind Corbreth. I move Corbreth inside. He's right next to Mina, ready, kind of helping, trying to dig up some space to be able to put the bones in. Yeah, Mina treats Brunhild's bones very respectfully, you know, carefully digging them up and like setting them in a pile or in her pack or like loading up uh, Lynn's arms with bones. What do you think the moisture content of those bones are? Very, very low. Like oh. um, they're bone dry. I'm not going to put them in my wet bag. Mm, yeah. I was going to say if there was any like marrow left in those, like 
No, you are good broth. Oh, we could. No. You could boil him before you bury him. You cannot eat Brunhild. I'm not going to eat misconception. I'm going to eat the flavor of Brunhild in water. No. Whatever, me. That's an old cook's trick. We say it's bone broth. We just put anything in there. <laughs> we can Humans don't have a don't have an acute sense of taste. They just they taste whatever you tell them it is. Brunhild. Very true. Brunhild, you said your compatriots were in here as well. Further in, yes. We well, we don't need their bones. There was a cave-in. Why not? Didn't make any ghosts. That's why not. They might try to keep up, honey. Be in a similar state. Okay. But I don't. No. All right. I mean, the Vicentines did this to a lot of people. They probably had families. They probably mm-hmm. deserved to be put to rest, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's getting real mad. Bruno, it's... make a perception test. Easy. Not easy. Uh, oh, very easy. Nice. Actually, with the light of the moon, you can make it average. Didn't even need it. What a kind and malevolent GM. That, yeah. Malevolent. Uh, <laughs> Nicole, mm. the old cam GM. Yeah. I got five degrees of success. Wow. Yeah. That's what happens when I lie. <laughs> How'd you actually do, you dick? No, it was five degrees. Is it really? Now I really don't know. What do you roll? I can't see he's using the Arby's dice. Oh, are uh, they a little dogs? He rolled a roast beef sandwich <laughs> and some curly fries. Yo, we clearly have uh, the meats. Yeah, I don't know what it means. They're like. <gasps> Little, like last week or something, it was actually really good. My coworker comes in all the time. You have to try this gyro. And I was like, well, okay, where's it, it from? He's like, it's from Arby's. And I was like, shut up. I'm not trying that. Oh my God. It was actually good. Yeah. I got a 10 over 65. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, as you. Oh, you qualify for the senior citizens discount now. <laughs> are outside. You didn't want to go in. Mina and There's Cora a ghost in there. Yeah, she went inside to kind of watch over this. You could tell yeah, she this probably is like her ghosted through happy. the wall. Yeah. You hear something outside oh, the cave. Oh. A little right. bit of like like a scratching noise. Yeah. I've been hearing that scratching noise for days. Mm, it's a little different. You hear it sounds like a few feet. But like, almost, it sounds more like pause. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with like, obviously not booted feet. I know. You hear, with, especially with that many levels of success on that. Um, but it sounds like bare feet, but like clawed. Okay. Hear, like the scratching of the claw on the hard ground here. I really got an itchy trigger finger. <laughs> Blast them, bro. So do you, are you looking around or are you going inside? Why would I not like try to go blast something right now? Fair. Blast them. So as you're outside the cave, you notice a few figures that were trying to sneak up on you. <laughs> but because you are so on edge. Skittish? Uh, skittish. You heard them coming and you see three figures come up from behind a few nasty dead trees that okay. look kind of like weird looking beastmen what with rat faces what and one of them is big like the size of carl covered in armor they're all holding swords and shields what you gotta blast those mofos and the big one is is, is standing in the center between flanked by two other slightly smaller ones and it says in like weird broken rakespiel and he calls out, stand still, stand still or die. And uh, yeah, I will answer with a report for my gun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, OK, so you just blam. Oh, yeah, I blam. Do you yell anything first? Yeah, blam. <laughs> I just you so, blam. <laughs> All right, so Bruno's going to blast the gun. I will let you have kind of like a surprise around here because you, you always have your gun out. It's loaded. You just have to point it and pull the trigger here. Uh, these figures were not expecting this. So I'm going to let you just do it. Then we will enter initiative. Oh, he's rolling. He's not spending resilience or nothing. Oh, you roll first and then you. Right. Oh, fair, okay. Fair. So critical failure is any doubles over my negatives. Or, uh, right. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so 88 would be a critical failure. That's another misfire. That's another explosion. So re-rolling that with a fade point. Fortune point. Fortune point. That's no fun. No, it's no fun. Can't use a fortune. He just got that gun, man. He also just got that fortune point. (laughs) Yeah. Um, let's see. Since I it'll be worth it. Since I did upgrade my gun. Um that's still here. It's an average test because he's not in combat, right? You so, you said he's not in combat yet. We go into combat after this. Does that mean no? It's an it is test? a challenging <laughs> test. He's only firing at three, so I don't believe he gets the group bonus. Um, the group bonus is more than two, isn't it? I think it's four or more, but I can certainly look that up. Uh, once go stand over there. Once as big as two. Hmm. Carl's twice the man that Bruno is. So, by that same logic, transverse or transitive property. If A equals B and B equals C, then A equals C. I'm not listening. I'm trying to find this rule. <laughs> Sacred geometry. No, none of that. <laughs> ah, uh, damn it. Shooting of a small group three to six targets is average. Plus thank 20. you so wow. much for that. I needed wow. that because I was down by three points. You're welcome. So let's see. Um, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. So I just make it. Let's see. I rolled a 69 plus nice. 20. Right. So that brings my skill up to a 76. 69 is under 76. Boom. That's so a one success level. Eh, I know. It's not the greatest. But you hit all three of them. I hit That's all three. That's kind of huge. I hit all three and I didn't have to, you know, uh, use, uh, you know. So that's what? Nine damage? Uh, let's see. It is <clears throat> uh, eight damage plus the one. Yeah, so nine damage. Do you have the, the wait? It does. It, does it have the damaging quality? Can you choose there, the units die? Oh, it does have. Do I have a hoobie? Uh, what do I? The treaties no. and shields. Are you sure? Treaties and shields. Maybe. I don't know what. Oh, gunpowder might always have damaging. Let's no. double check. Because then you can choose the nine as your success level. Oh, okay. Oh, gross. that would be incredible. I don't oh, like yeah. that at all. Switched to mud there for a very brief second. <laughs> Look at you knowing rules. I was so happy about it. And then they would also make a test to see if they are broken from being shot with your gun. That is true. Uh, that is very true. Here's the good news, Dan. I will also be broken. Yes, you you are automatically broken. To be fair, he did say blam, which is why I asked if he said anything beforehand. So then it is no longer unexpected loud noises. No. But that's what it says. I know if Bruno says blam, there's going to be a blam. All right. So, no, it's not automatically damaging. You you have the small shot in powder, so it's blast four instead of three, mm-hmm. which just makes, gives it a bigger range. Uh, so, yeah, for uh, so we'll do damage first, and then they have to uh, make some cool tests. So it nine, is average, at least. So nine damage. All righty. Does one success level plus the eight. You see, they are wearing quite a bit of armor. I aim for not the armored parts. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. Really good shot. The little snoots. Yeah. You're trying to boop their snoots with your gun. <laughs> so let's see. The one in the middle takes that, and the uh, we'll count those as that. They take a little bit as well. Why can I not math right now? Ouch. That does quite well. We did determine last time that only the target of the attack has to make the cool test. Mm-hmm. When you guys right, got can. shot in Kemper Bad, so yep. which was the target? Uh, the middle one. Okay, I, I assumed, but I just wanted to double check. So he will have to make a cool test to see if he gets broken. Big guys normally aren't very cool, so that's true. Mm-hmm. No, he makes that pretty easily because it, especially because it's average. So you mean he makes that very averagely? Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, with that huge blam just outside of the cave. Yep. Lucky does suffer from three broken conditions. That's real bad. Yeah. I will say Bruno does not only because you knew it was coming, you are firing the gun. Mm. We are going to go into initiative Thank here. You. <laughs> uh, these creatures are much faster than you guys. Oh, for certain. Oh, they're probably not broken. It's because they're not wearing shoes. Yeah. Uh, well, neither am I. Unfortunately, Dumpling is not the most sure-footed. 
or the excuse me quick footed i just looked at dumplings initiative and it's not terribly high uh but the leader that you just blasted charges at you i i get where i need to be when i get there Sorry, I was looking at JB when I said you. This is a podcast. Charges at Bruno. Oh. Should specify uh, where that's going. And he's going to try to, he slashes at you with his sword. We're going to parry with your gun. I block with my gun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you can just make a melee, melee basic there. Can I block with my gun? I'd allow you to try that, yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, That sounds like a terrible idea. Ping. Um... It's better than blocking with your moneymaker. You do have one advantage currently for, for doing that. Um, and I got two guns. Yeah. <laughs> nope. How many negative? Three. All right. Let me. Uh, two because of the advantage. Oh, okay. Good. Uh, so two. I uh, rolled really well. I've got a bunch of success levels. Of course you do. What a jerk. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is a headshot. I didn't need that. I'll have company when I roll up my new character. Right. <laughs> That's so nice. Uh, reversing the dice is a headshot. Got so it. that is going to be, I just did the math and I got distracted. You had negative two, right? Correct. Uh, so that is going to be, you can tell uh, as he swings this sword, he seems to really know what he's doing. Well, he seems... Very skilled. Went straight for the head, yeah. Yeah, just... And you get... You, this thing is, like, a foot taller than you. Oh, my gosh. So, swinging at the head is not... Is, like, right in line with his shoulder. Just right? Rat. Man with a rat face. Rats aren't supposed to walk on two legs. So, Bruno, he deals 15 damage to your head. As he slashes across with this nasty-looking sword that has weird runes etched into it. Good, mm-hmm. as long as I'm not the only one that's broken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He gains an advantage for for that, and then he's gonna spend a point of advantage. As from behind it, almost like a scorpion tail, he whacks, tries to take your legs out from under you with his nasty, uh, hairless tail that has like a mace head. Um, like nailed into the end of it. And he's going to attack you again. So my too small hat does nothing for my my head, right? Mm, unfortunately. It just looks yeah. good. Unfortunately, just- it was too small. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he does make another attack at you. Okay. So you do get another whatever you're opposing here with. Uh, dodge because the other one works so well. All right. All right. No Bruno's great at agility. Yep. Oh, I would have made it if I had melee basic. <laughs> so what do you, was that one degree? Yeah, one, one. Or one degree of failure? Yep. One, okay. Uh, he didn't roll great there. He only got one success level. So that's only a difference of two. So he's going to deal, let's see, where does that hit? The body? He's oh. going to hit you in the body. Ah, I got armor there. For nine damage. God, what? <laughs> With his tail? Whap. It's got a mace head on the end. Oh, I didn't share the picture of this for you guys. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have figured out by now. Uh, your characters might not know what this is, but for players, this is these are clearly Skaven. All right. They're Skaven with mace tails? Yeah. I guess I don't know a whole lot about Skaven. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Nine minus two is seven. Seven minus five is two. Seven minus two is five. You're still conscious? I've got a thick head. After 15 and nine? Holy sh- Oh, that's you know, right. Your toughness went up a whole bunch, right? I did increase my toughness. You know, I'd be splattered like a cave <laughs> wall at this point. Well, I mean, you're going to splatter yourself against the cave wall just running away. Yeah, unfortunately. The, the good news is, is I'll at least be running into the cave further. Mm. Uh, here's the actual good news. That was one of three Skaven outside the cave where Bruno insisted that he was staying. Oh, here I was worried. Yeah. So another one charges in. 
that is bleeding a bit from, you know, being pelted with uh, blunderbuss shot. His huh. ears uh, are ringing. This one is also going to swing its sword at you. It's just hey, sad. the good news is, is that they're ganging up on you now. Yeah. You know? Oh, it yeah. is outnumbered. They are outnumbering you, so this is an average test. Why'd you call him kind of malevolent earlier? You know, it's a good balance. Yeah. <laughs> Stand by the malevolent part. Fair. How'd you do? What are you doing this time? I'm blocking with my gun. Okay. And I rolled a one. Oh. So shove whatever you're going to say uh, right back in. I only had one success level, so you just, you do block that. And you have some advantage now, Bruno. You mm. do gain one advantage from that, which is great for the next one that is going to charge in at you. <laughs> oh, my God. So that one loses the advantage again from charging. This one gains an advantage and tries to stab you with its sword as well. You notice that these other two with what you assume to be the leader do not have mace tails. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Small blessings. <laughs> They're just pepper spray tails. It's different. <laughs> Um, let's see, blocking with my gun, and, ooh, I actually scored two success levels. Uh, well, I am outnumbering you three to one Hold now. On. Yeah, because it's one, yep, 37, 47, 57, yep, two. That's how math works. Mm-hmm. You said two success levels? Correct, because I rolled a 37, I needed a 47, and plus the... Success level, so 57. This is an easy test for me because I'm outnumbering you three to one. Well. So I have six success I am levels. a large target. <laughs> uh, six success levels plus its damage is going to be 13 damage. This time it is your right arm. Mm. Is that your gun arm? That's going to be a gun arm, yeah. Got two. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, you said thirteen. Yeah. Hey? You mean the rule book for? I'm assuming we're gonna need critical hit table here. Yeah. <laughs> no. If you get your arm chopped off, does it fall out of your sleeve and like coil up <laughs> like a noodle? <laughs> no. It's I like am... a fireman's hose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As it's gushing blood, it's just like. Woo. All right, so yeah, that brings me down to zero. Two huh. zero? Uh, I mean, below zero, but sure. Well, how much below zero? All right, and how about you below? 13 me. damage, right? <laughs> to my arm with no armor. Um, let's see, we've got negative five for toughness. Uh, so negative eight. And five minus eight is negative three. Okay, so it's, I'm going to reduce the critical result by 20 because it's not more than your toughness. Uh, let's see. So I got to now this time because it wasn't a, a double roll for a critical wound here. I do roll again to see where the critical hit is. And I rolled an 85. So that is actually in hitching the leg. Mm. That's and then we'll see what the effect is. Minus 20. Just good like a fortune point. Pretty high. So that is going to be a bad cut. Oh, that doesn't sound too bad. Oh. Yes, bad cut. So I mean, you, you would take three more damage. You're at zero, so it doesn't matter. Uh, you gain two bleeding conditions as a deep wound opens up in your shin. Mm. You uh, you are at zero, so you go prone anyway, right? Uh, yeah. You're not unconscious yet. Right. But you are prone. So you'd have to pass an endurance test or go prone, but you're prone regardless. Or just spend a resolve to pop back up at one, right? Correct. Nice. You can, yeah. Good thing you got that other loaded gun. <sighs> Golly. I'm going to make Bruno go upside down to show that he's prone. <laughs> Whew, that was quite the, the opening. I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. That was, ugh. As far as opening valleys go, yeah, not our best. So that will bring us to the highest initiative among characters, which I believe is Lucky. Unfortunately, you were, I didn't realize you were right next to Bruno when that gun went off. You oh, were like no. Two yards away. <laughs> Our Lucky is broken. So you need to flee. You are broken three. Broken three. So when you do get to a place where you can start making cool tests to get over it, you need to get three success levels mm -hmm. accrued. Uh, whew. 
Uh, so I believe you need to flee the source. Yes. Of your brokenness. So I assume I'm going up and around this corner, uh, the one away from the ghost. All right. So you go up that you get to see you can see a bit more of that tunnel uh, because of Mina's torch in the ground. Mm -hmm. And you see as you run, you get to where that stream is that we saw by the entrance. (sighs) Thank God. All right. This is kind of stuck. There's like three other people and a ghost in the way. (laughs) <laughs> I'm golden. Yeah, totally. You know? So can I make an endurance check now at the end of the turn, right? Or no? Oh. Oh. I was checking Brunhild's initiative and hers is shockingly low. It's 20. So she gonna go last. Uh, I want to double check. Thanks for see. Maybe someone else will come on the podcast and they won't be an NPC no more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, broken. You are terrified, defeated, panicked, or otherwise convinced you are going to die. And your turn move an action must be to run, used to run away as fast as possible until you're in good hiding place beyond the sight of any enemy. Then you can use your action on a skill that allows you to hide more effectively. Um, so you can use uh, stealth here if you want to try to hide more effectively. Mm-hmm. Kind of in the darkness of the cave here up against the... I'm assuming you're not going to go in the water. No. I would be okay with you not going in the water here. I'd also be okay with that. How about charm animal? <laughs> no. Cool. Can I make a cool test? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, passing this test will help you on your cool test. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. I remember this. I've been behind a barrel before. Um, <laughs> outdoor survival? Uh, I think stealth is, to me, the only one. Unless you go in the water, then you could do swim, but <laughs> we know you don't do that. We Yeah, we've played that game before. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do a stealth. Oh, and we make it with zero success levels. Okay. We have a 39, we rolled a 36. All right, so if you're unengaged, at the end of each round, you may attempt a cool test. To I've asked broken everyone if they're single, and yes, I am still unengaged. So this is going to be at the end of the round. So you need to, when I say, you know, before we go into round two, you got to remind me that you can make your cool test to get, get over being broken. You want me to just do it now? No. So after Brunhild goes. That was not the me to remember. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Malevolent. (laughs) I believe it's now Mina's turn. Based on uh, Core Breath uh, is initiative 32, which I think is the same as Bruno. One above Bruno as far as the whiteboard goes. Okay. He's increased that. And Dumplings is a 31, I think. Okay. That's uh, intelligence. I think the initiative. It's it's just I, right? Yes. So mine's at a 40. Yeah, I looked at an an intelligence before. Yes. So um, Dumpling should have gone right before Lucky. It wouldn't really matter. So it is actually Dumpling's turn. Hmm. Dumpling. (laughs) Uh, So combat. That's a thing I know how it works and how to do. And I'm certainly not just learning it now for the first time. (laughs) So, So, um. Yep. So during combat, you get a move up to your um, your movement in yards? Yes. Yeah, so you can essentially move. There, there aren't, uh, we don't have a grid on this map, but you, normally you'd be able to go that far, but you, sh- you should be able to um, measure things out to see how far you could go. Uh, and then you get an action, which can be an attack or something using a, a different skills in some way to try to affect so- what's happening. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to work. Uh, I seem to have the talent beneath notice, which means that people generally don't pay much attention to me because I don't seem like much of a threat. And considering I'm currently brandishing a wink and a smile, uh, <laughs> I doubt that I'd be perceived as much of a threat. So I'd like to leave the cave, please. And just sidle past him and say, don't mind me just stepping out for a walk. <laughs> This is, this is a very bad spot for us to be in. Um, uh, so typically beneath notice uh, deals with uh, people of different social classes. So like those of a higher status than you. Would they don't come much lower than us halflings. <laughs> uh, but compared to the Skaven, they don't, you know, this, the social classes aren't really uh, applying here. But I will allow you to make a stealth test to try to sneak out of the cave. Is there any chance I could use a charm test to convince them that I'm not worth the trouble? Um, 
sure, I'll oppose that with a cool. Uh, okay. Who are you going to? So to get out of the cave, there's Bruno's prone form. I'll have you try to make a charm test against the Skaven warrior to uh, the left, because that very, one, that one would get well. like a like a free attack on you as you went by. Um, so I'll say if you succeed in this opposed charm versus cool, you could go past without getting attacked. All right, I'll do that. All right, I'll at least try. I'm going to daintily tiptoe past this man and curtsy with an excuse me. <laughs> Which is one failure level. Or negative success, however you guys put it. All right, one negative success level. So I rolled really well. Thought I rolled a 26. That's too much. This Skaven warrior has a willpower of 20, so I have zero negative success levels. So it is not. Oh, wait, how does negative success level work? Um, so the every uh, one difference there is in the un- in the tens die. Oh, compared. So if there's zero, so I got a I got a 64 and my charm is a 54. So it's exactly 10. So that yeah, so that's one negative success level. Damn. 50 to 60. Okay. Uh, so this Skaven would get a free attack on you as you went by, unless you you can. Let's see. Dumpling doesn't have fate. Not with that attitude. Uh, I think I think halflings are always supposed to have the luck talent, which gives you one more fortune point than normal. So I'd say don't I don't see it. a fortune point here if you want to use that or I'd allow you to beseech the dark gods and re-roll it. And you would just not get the corruption the first time. No, thanks. I'll, I'll do that uh, uh, fortune thing to pass it. So you can. Yeah. So you can just spend a fortune to either re-roll it or you can um, just give yourself one more success level which would go from zero to one, which would then succeed versus my zero success level. That sounds great. Fantastic. So you're able to move past the Skaven out of the cave. Pardon me. One side. Let's see. She can go eight yards, right? Why is this an oh, the maps measured to miles. (laughs) That's not very helpful. I'll say uh, I'll let you go all the way to the uh, stream if you want. Uh, I'd like to go further. uh, I'd like to go further south such that I'm as far beyond the peripheral as I possibly can be. Okay. And then at the end of that uh, movement, I take out my meat tenderizer and I turn around. Ooh. Uh, You can also give yourself one advantage for winning an opposed test there. Um, I don't know what that means. We usually you can just take out like a D6 or something in mark uh, and turn it to one. So you have one advantage currently, which will give you uh, plus 10 on any combat rolls. I see. All right. Well, I'm I'm feeling like I've got many advantages in my future, so I'm going to use a a D20. (laughs) All righty. Well, we do max it at five, so you can still use the D20. I'm using a D20. I don't know if you knew this, but half things are lucky. It's true. So. No, uh, no, 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 I'm Jerry. We've it. been over this. A secret <laughs> uh, all right. So, you know who isn't lucky? That yeah. would be Bruno. me. All right. So reading this rule book and, you know, trying to uh, cut out any oh, geez. Uh, emails uh, or Discord chats that are going to be coming up uh, very shortly. Um, you found the golden so, rule? Yeah. Bleeding conditions will kill you. Yeah. So at the end of the round, uh, you got to roll to make sure that you don't die with how many bleeding conditions that you have. So that's a 20% chance of just dying. Yep. Here's and because you're at zero. Right. You never roll low. So right. Go. No, I roll that. Oh, dumb. So. That's I, actually really dumb. Make roll the RP dice. <laughs> I'm going to have to use, like, here's the bad news. That. And here's more bad news. I'm going to have to use a, a resolve to get rid of one condition, which is a bleeding condition, right? Does that get rid of both bleeding conditions? Because they are, it is under the same header. That is a good question. Does I would get say rid yes. Of both or Juan. Let's look up. Is Ro- that the special condition you would want to get rid of? Yes. Oh, wait. You could get yeah, rid of no. prone or unconscious. It was the one where you can use I resolve and you pop back up at one. Prone. 
prone. Right. So if I get rid of prone, I could stand back up at one yes. uh, wound. Yeah. But you I'm still so, bleeding. You have so much blood in you, though. Like a lot, Bruno. <laughs> Not as much anymore. It's like a tick. An yeah. engorged tick. It is. No, I think I'd have to get rid of bleeding just so I don't die. And then I could use my other resolve. You don't get rid of it. You just ignore it for a round with a resolve. No, remove one condition. Yeah, I think we did that wrong in the past. What? Yep. When we really? Said, I don't know where we got uh, for one round so from. The one round is your uh, immune to psychology to the end of the next round. That's what it was. That's so what we got confused. For you can be oh, wow. not broken. I don't know why we got confused about it. It says it right on the board. Right. I could have spent <laughs> resolve to just be not broken and guarded round. those three dudes. Yep. You could have. You didn't. That's I didn't. You. <laughs> All, All right. right, we'll worry about that at the end of the round because uh, it is uh, Mina's turn. Oh. All right. Yeah. There are some things needing a seize that shish kebab, I think. I was going to mm. say, these rat folk are going to seize that shish kebab coming right at them. Okay. So, kind of malevolent GM. <laughs> That's not even a real word. Malevolent? Malevolent? It is now. <laughs> How far can I go? I am charging. Yes. Cha-ching. I mean, you can certainly charge out of the cave. The problem is Bruno is laying there and he takes up a five foot sphere. But he's a bit of a springboard, isn't he? So you can go out there and, and stand next to him. And then can I trampoline off of Bruno and then just come down onto the <laughs> <laughs> uh, So I'll put you on the map where Mina would be able to fit. Um, okay. So you'd be up at you. So you can engage the Skaven to the, the most left that dumpling snuck past. I'd say like push him like the boulder and what Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, that's fine. Kill the little one. Move on to the next. So I don't love this idea because then they're going to outnumber me and I'm going to it's going to hurt so bad. So, so bad. But I can't engage in any of them if I stay because I kind of wanted to like bottleneck them a little bit. Yeah. You know, 300 of them. Yeah. I mean, is usually really good at that. Yeah, um, but I can't stay in there. <gasps> I don't think Cornbread had a bow either, so he's going right. to need a spot, too. What if... And the ghost. Instead of moving, what if I stay up here, right? Mm-hmm. What if I take out my gun? Can I shoot that far? The I think a pistol is like a 20-yard range. Yes. It does. It does. Yeah. So plenty of range. Okay. Um, would you allow me to target the leader? Yes. From where you are. Gun. Yeah, you can definitely see the leader. Oh, Tim, you look. Are you afraid because of the loud noise? I'm not saying anything. Are you going to get even more broken? Probably. Is he going to get even more broken? He's skittish right now. You saw him run away from Bruno shooting the gun. Mina doesn't know that, though. Like, I know that. That's true. Mina doesn't know it. Well, I mean, you saw you. You weren't you didn't see Bruno shoot the gun, but you heard Bruno shoot the gun. And then Lucky was just like, Wah! I was like, oh, cotton picking. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've all been freaked out by Bruno's gun before. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally on a daily basis, we've been freaked out by Bruno's. <laughs> and again, it could have went off towards Lucky. So that's why he's broken. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So it's just, what do you think Mina would do? You you had your sword and shield out. Yeah, ignore any of my facial expressions. That was So I think impolite. Mina would run away. No, I'm just <laughs> I assume she was kind of digging things up with the sword to put the yes. bones in. Yes. And then the all this nice happened. Sword? Huh? The nice sword? Yeah, the nice sword is bomb, It ignores dude. all the sand on the yeah. way through. <laughs> yeah, it just, it's like butter, through butter. Butter. So... Yeah, I really feel like, can she see the extent to it? Like, she sees that Bruno's down, obviously. Yeah, from where you are, you could just turn while Bruno, after, after, as soon as Bruno shot the gun, I assume you would turn and look in that direction. Yeah. And you see he's immediately overwhelmed by, you'd see them as beastmen. 
fuck. Okay. Oh, yeah. You would have, yeah, you, I mean, Skaven are generally, you know, they don't exist. They are just rat-headed beastmen to most people. So you see three beastmen killing your friend. Okay. All right, so I'm going to charge out of the cave and get into combat with the one all the way to the left. Already? Yep, I'll let that count as if you can hop over Bruno easily enough, get past him and go, whoop. And I so will give yourself that advantage. <laughs> all right. Before Slide you roll. across him like the hood of a 1970s <laughs> scar. <laughs> uh, the Skaven tries to block with its shield. She's outnumbering him, right? No. Bruno is an impressive force. And he's un—he's not unconscious, but he's prone. He's not engaged right so now. So this is average since I charged, right? No. no. You gain an advantage. I gain so an advantage 10. for that. Okay, so zero success levels, but it is a success. All right, so I try to block with the shield. Uh, in, in typical fashion with these NPCs and enemies, they don't have melee parry, so I need to take a negative 20 penalty to this. It does have advantage. This, this one, one doesn't. This particular one has two advantage. No, it doesn't. I thought that. Oh, no, it's the one on the right that JB successfully like parried or dodged. Against. Yeah, actually, so that one should have. Um, no, it lost that test to Dumpling, so it would yeah. have lost all of its advantage. You're right. Yeah. Dumpling. That, OK. That's Thanks, Dumpling. For Lynn. Yeah. Uh, Not a right. problem, Mina Bean. So because they don't have melee parry at minus 20, uh, I have two negative success levels. Okay. So that's a net of two. Plus my su- su- sword stuff. Should be 10 damage. Plus seven. Yes. So nine. Nine damage. And you, you as always, you feel your sword just cut. He tries to block with the shield. Your sword, it doesn't even feel like he has a shield there. You cut right through it. You cut right through his armor. You do how much? Nine. 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 See, it doesn't quite go down, but you you definitely draw blood, and it is in really bad shape, and it's just like... Can I is, get another advantage for that? Is your yes. strength only in the 30s? Yes. Uh, gotcha. I have a 38, and it wasn't like a career characteristic, yeah. so yeah, I can't increase it. Really weirdly, strength weird. was not a soldier starting uh, characteristic. I thought yeah. that was odd, but... All right, so that was a good turn for Mina, which will, let's see, I think that brings us to, yours is 34, right? Yes. So 32 is Cora Breath, and he's like, oh, hello, hello, beastman. And he, he's, uh, uh, Raya, guide my hand, and he draws a sword, and he tries to charge in as well. Is he going to be able to get anywhere? Can he squeeze between Bruno and that one to the right? You could straddle Bruno while swinging. Just sit on him. Yeah. He likes it. It's almost <laughs> like a brace, you know? Uh, I will say he, I'm going to, um, I'm going to not give him an advantage for charging because he has to like stand over Bruno here. He's a bit of an awkward position, but he is going to try to attack the warrior to the right. So when you do everybody's favorite, where I make a bunch of NPC rolls. Yay. Oh, geez. Yeah, he did not roll well. Smoking there, so if you got it's going to matter. He, uh, yeah, the Skaven blocks him pretty easily and is able to push its advantage forward with its shield in a maneuver that is very familiar to Mina. Ooh. Mm. It's got shield made. Shields rats. <laughs> Shields rats. All right, and so let's see. That'll bring us, I think, all that's left is Brunhild, right? Yeah. The one that hasn't gone yet. Mm -hmm. So from the cave, she says, no, my bones must be laid to rest. And she moves to the entrance of that tunnel and fires an ethereal bow at the Skaven that Mina is fighting. Okay. Nice. Oh, she just misses one negative success level. She seems a bit out of practice because she's been dead a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Um, since she's firing into a group, isn't there like a plus 20 or something like that to ranged attacks by firing into a group like that? I don't know if that applies to she's because she's only firing at a single target. There might be something in the range thing about peppering. Uh, so I know, let's see. It's on that table. I yeah, I know attention. firing into a group, shooting in a small group of three to six targets. I guess so. Yeah, so she would get one success level. Nice. I can live with that. She can't. <laughs> uh, the Skaven is able to be aware of this attack, so it does 
it is allowed uh, to try to block it with the shield. What? You're not allowed to block ranged attacks? Only if you... you the only no, time, specifically you are not allowed to do that. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? I'm not going to do that because she is a ghost. It's ethereal. Mm-hmm. It's not a magical shield the Skaven has, so I'm not going to have that work there. This Skaven is killed by that bow shot. Nice. Yeah, had almost finished it off, so Brunhild stole my kill. Does for you. You should probably unkill her. Come on, Brunhild. Now that rad is red. Now it's dignify, dead. It's dead. So that is. Oh no! So at the bottom of round one, now I got a couple of roll. things we got to roll for here. So also that was iambic pentameter. Yes, <laughs> I did that on purpose. Uh huh. Now you can. So you succeeded on your stealth test, right? I did. So now you can roll. I'll give you plus 10 for your cool test to try to get rid of broken. I'm cool as hell. I rolled a seven. Oh, is that? That is. Uh, so I get a plus 10 on that mm-hmm. on a cool test. So that would be six success levels. Girl. No longer broken. You get rid of your three broken conditions. So if I have three broken conditions, does that mean I'm now fatigued three or just one? Fatigued? You are fatigued. Just one. Yes. I'm not going to. Okay. That seems And then it's the end of the round, right? So it doesn't yeah. take an action or anything. All right, Correct. sweet. Bruno. Yeah. Talk about 20% chance of death. All right. So I'm going to. You can fate point bleed death, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sweet. So I'm going to use a resolve. Okay. To ignore bleed. So you are and no longer bleeding. I'm no longer bleeding. To death. Thank you. Bleeding a little bit. Okay. So looking at it, it says it's you have the bleeding condition. You have two instances of it, essentially. I'm going to be I'm going to say it's a little unclear unless somebody can point me to a page number. I'm going to be OK with spending a resolve to get rid of the bleeding condition. OK, regardless of them. And we should have. definitely take the time to look this up right now. OK. <laughs> um, and oh, man, uh, I can't probably spend two resolve in one turn, right? It depends on what you want to do. Spend another resolve to get rid of the prone condition. So that one you do on your turn. Oh, this I'm going to allow you to use a resolve to get rid of bleeding now because the bleeding thing happens at the end of the round. Oh, I thought that was my turn. Mm -mm, Not yet. Right. Isn't that what it is? Bleeding isn't. Or no, it is Bruno's turn. Yeah. So bleeding lose one wound at the end of every round. Did I skip okay. your turn before? Yes. Because I got confused with other stuff? Yeah, right from me to Brunhild. All right, so it is Bruno's turn. All right. So technically, you wouldn't have to use that for bleeding yet. That ha- doesn't happen on your turn. It happens at the end of the round. Okay. Um. So I will use that resolve point to stand up. And All right. And I cannot back up without dodging. Right. So you are you are like smooshed. So you're going to have to essentially take a step back as you get up because uh, you don't there's no room between Cora Breath and Mina for Bruno. So I have to dodge this. No. OK. All right. So these uh, rats are engaged. So there's no like attack of opportunity. I will say because you're using a resolve to get rid of prone, you kind of roll away and get up in the same movement and oh. they're not going to get a free attack against you. You get one wound back. Parkour! And then you're going to spend another resolve to get rid of bleeding as well? Uh, at the end of the round. Okay. Uh, you do still have an action after getting, I'll say using the resolve and getting up will be your move. Mm-hmm. But you would still have an action. Oh. Reload. That's what I thought you might do. <laughs> this is just a terrible idea. Yeah, no, not really. Okay. And you didn't, not, not successful? Eh, it wasn't great, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, these Skaven um, seem to have a little bit of an advantage here. You did kill one, so things aren't all terrible. Uh, Mina's got some advantage here. Lucky is no longer broken for the moment. And we'll jump into round two next time. Oh, come on, man. Yeah. Hey, I'm feeling great. I got one wound.
Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, check out all of our other great stuff over at the network. For example, dropping Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. Join us as we start off with the Extinction Curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus. Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games where we go head-to-head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play where we're playing through the enemy within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for role-playing entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the Grim Stream of Perilous Lore, where I will be streaming at our Twitch talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight-subject bracket that could be about anything and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's uh, Professional Casual. 